You are listening to Artisan Adventures with FGG Designs. Join us on our journey as we explore the different worlds of wood carving, ring making, knife making, photography, pyrography, leathercraft, crochet, and paper art. This is episode 15, Getting Started with Crochet, Part 2. In this episode, we talk about why Lydia enjoys the art of crochet. Lydia, you have always enjoyed working with your hands. And as long as I have known you, I've seen you using your hands for a lot of fun things, a lot of fun projects. You have shown me uh, things that you made uh, when you were in school early on in your life. And you've continued to develop those crafts. What can you tell us about handwork and using your hands to make things uh, early in your life? I think for me, it was more an outlet. I really enjoyed, I still enjoy working with my hands. It's very relaxing. It's very rewarding, especially when you see things turn out the way you were anticipating or better (laughs) sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it's just to fill the time I have available in times when I don't work in the kitchen or don't do other things that I have something I can do with my hands while even listening to a message. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I've seen uh, oftentimes uh, when we're doing other things, you'll be making things with your hands. Yeah, even during Bible study, it helps me to focus instead of just sitting quietly. I'm, I am quiet or I participate, but it just really helped me to focus and, and in, in the meantime, make something. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. I sometimes have a hard time <laughs> at church. I always think, oh, I wish I could do something, but you know, you don't because it's it could be distracting to the other people around me. But I wish I could because that would really help me even more so to focus. I do take notes, but it's a little hard sometimes because once I'm writing one note down, he's already to the next point and I miss what I wanted to write down. So I just sometimes stop taking notes, but I wish I could do something with my hands. Well, and I can see how, like you said, it can help you focus. And yeah. I even see you just doodling uh, mindless <laughs> little doodles <laughs> Yes, <laughs> on your papers <laughs> to, to help you focus on what's being said. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, some of us need those things to help us focus. Yeah. Well, you have gotten into crocheting, mm-hmm. and I think that goes back into your early childhood, uh, how you got into that. Yes. How, how did you get into crocheting? Well, I think it was because of my mom. My mom was always making things for us as kids. I had, have two brothers and a sister. She always was either sewing clothes for us because we didn't have a lot of money. My dad was a hardworking man, but we had limitations. And my mom was always finding ways to uh, make ends meet. And, and one of those areas was just using the things she already had or finding on open air markets in Holland. You know, fabrics were at the time we went to the uh, open air markets on Monday mornings and it's huge fabric market open air so it was available Uh, we went and if we needed something and then uh, there were those stands that had piles and piles of fabric that uh, was very very cheap sometimes just a dollar or gilder at the time per couple yards so she could easily 
make dresses for us girls out of that and or tops or anything that would help us uh, in clothing and and my mom was teaching us girls to um, to sew to knit to crochet and it started out with very little things like a scarf you know it's very simple very straightforward i use your first simple stitches to make a scarf is very simple either crochet or knitting is a very simple thing to do so that's how i started out and then slowly developed into making clothes for my dolls. I remember Barbies even making, you know, shawls or little skirts and tops and sweaters and all those kind of things. Did you ever make things to like give away as gifts? Not that I can remember. It was mainly, you know, first for ourselves. I, later on, of course, when I was older, I was making uh, sweaters because we were having four seasons. So, you know, a knitted sweater or a crocheted cardigan that really would help us out in keeping us warm. But a little later than that, we actually made bedspreads. So you were making bedspreads. Yeah. As far as I remember, I made at least two. Maybe your mom and I were working on on one together for my sister. I, never, I can't remember if you ever finished it, but the two I made was for myself were pink. One, I had a pink room a while, and then I also had a neutral color that I kind of switched off between summer and winter. I don't know why I did that, but so it was fun. I don't know, even know. I have to ask my mom, maybe they're still there. I know they were really pretty. Fun. Yeah. You mentioned learning a number of different crafts, sewing, knitting, yeah. crocheting. Even though you you do each one of those every once in a while, I, I see yeah. you use each, each craft in some way or another. You seem to gravitate to crocheting more than the other crafts. Why is that? I think a couple of reasons. One is it's a little bit easier to to take with you because it's small when you have knitting needles you have two and they're long and you have several stitches on one knitting needle or, or divided over two so it's a little harder to travel with to take with you and it's, it's not harder to do i think i i gravitate to crochet because it's a little easier on my neck too because of um, how how you work with it mm-hmm. it's just one needle with a hook and that's how you crochet and you only have a couple stitches sometimes on your hook and that's it so it's maybe a simpler way of doing things, even though it could be very advanced patterns you're working on. But I, I do gravitate to crochet. It's a tighter woven yarn, wouldn't you say, in general, mm-hmm. compared to the yarn that's used with knitting? Knit, knitting, I mean, when I think of, of someone knitting, I, I think of these large skeins of yarn versus the smaller balls. Depends on what project you're working on. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make a bedspread and you can make it out of one color. Mm-hmm. Then you can use those big skeins of yarn and just keep on going and going. But it all depends on what you're working on. So you could use either type of material with, say, each yep. uh, method of yeah. either knitting or crocheting. It just yeah. depends some, on what your end yarns, product is. Yeah. yeah, some yarns are a little better for knitting, especially the yarns that has a little bit more texture to it. Mm-hmm. It might be easier to knit with that. Yet there are ways of crocheting with it, but you have to know what you're doing. And mm-hmm. for the beginners, I don't advise to to use that because it, it's a little tricky to work with. But after you have developed in your skills, you can use it either way, I think, for either knitting mm-hmm. or crocheting. Mm-hmm. Well, I also noticed, you know, in our life together, we're heading towards 30, not quite there yet, mm-hmm. but 30 years together. Yep. You have at times been more actively using one of these crafts. For a long time, that wasn't the case, and I understand because obviously, you know, we had kids. Your focus was very much on the the children and later homeschooling and so many things that just take up a lot of time. And even caring for me 
and all those aspects. <laughs> another kid. Uh, and, no. Yeah, another kid. <laughs> so uh, there's, there's a lot of things that take up your time. But yeah. there's clearly been a point where there, there was like a renewed passion to get involved with these handcrafts. Do you remember what sort of triggered that? Was there anything in particular or why do you think you've gotten back into working more with your hands? Well, maybe because I have a little bit more time on my hands, even though a little. I don't know. I, I love fiber. I love to work with different fibers. It's either, you know, paper or yarn. I love the colors, the different kind of colors, the different different textures. It always has interested me. I honestly don't know what triggered it to get back into it. Yeah, I remember someone asked me to make a little baby outfit once and they loved it so much. And maybe because of that, I thought, well, maybe I need to pick it up again. And uh, maybe from that time, that's about seven, eight years ago, maybe. You know, and it grows on you. Whenever you make something and you give it away and people are so happy with it. Because I think the craft at such is, has kind of died out because the young people these days don't even know how to do those things. And so when you can and when you do it, people kind of are amazed. Of, wow, do you do that? Can you do that? I don't know how to. And even people of my generation, oftentimes don't even know how to do it so because of that especially i think here in southern california there are not a lot of people who know either to knit or to crochet or even to sew yeah that's sort of sad yeah um, when you think of it yeah i think of grandma who was um, a home economics teacher and taught a number of these types of things to her students and yet now uh, you hear that in in the majority of high schools there there's no more shop there's no no more home economics you don't work with your hands you don't learn Mm -hmm. to work with your hands and develop these skills and and crafts that are i believe really important first of all for just our development Development, um in general i mean nowadays probably the the only exercise hands receive in in the majority of cases is either texting on your phone or you know working the joystick on on a game Yep. And in many ways, you barely don't even or have to use your for your TV or remote. <laughs> yeah, but that's just the one thing. And then you're, you're, <laughs> you're not doing much very long, but it's not developing the mind. I think, oh. you know, our creativity, our imagination and allowing us to develop in that sense, which is mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. So there's there's been a progression I can remember. And this is obviously going to be a topic for another series is your enjoyment of just mentioned fiber. But on the on the paper side. You love mm-hmm. working with papers throughout the years. You've done amazing things with papers. Your 3D cards have been a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And we will talk about that arena one of these days. But uh, yeah, we're going to rebrand that or those as art mm-hmm. instead of cards. They're great cards. People have loved the cards. People continue to ask about those cards Mm -hmm. but for the amount of time and effort that goes into producing those cards it's not profitable Mm -hmm. in that sense it it can be a little discouraging when you think of all the effort that goes into and and without question we appreciate how people value them yeah but in the end we're obviously trying to make a living developing these types of things and so we're going to have to make that shift well talking about shifts and things like that in the past this crochet has been something that you've done sporadically throughout your life Mm -hmm. but it certainly i think gained new interest not only for you but for our whole family because you've come up with some products that are gaining in popularity and we have 
as a family found them extremely useful. Mm -hmm. Talk about where you are currently with crocheting and where you are anticipating this will go? Well, where this will go, only the Lord knows. I, I do not know that. Well, we've developed a product that is really helpful in the kitchen, we think, and we believe. As Sean said the other day, we are the home of the scrubby. Even though there's scrubbies out there, people have made it from the same kind of yarn, yet I feel the one we have developed and made is, it's a very handy product to wash your dishes with or to scrub something. The yarn is kind of a textured yarn, yet soft but also abrasive enough to to scrub but not damage. damage your products in the kitchen and it's a very kind of a disc shape scrubber handmade of course it's washable it's dryable in the dryer and you reuse it and reuse it and reuse it over and over again and i can't live without it render in the, in the washing machine and then i can't wait to have them dry it because i want to use it because i miss miss it when it's not there it's not only a product that's great in the kitchen with without question <laughs> We no. use it for for so many different things. Uh, yeah, I actually made, I sent some to uh, my family in Holland. I gave some when we were there last year. And then my brother, <laughs> my oldest brother, he's, he's too funny. But he, uh, he wrote me, he says, you know what? I love your scrubby, but it's a little small for my big hands. And I said, well, do you want me to make you a larger one? And I did. And I sent it to him for his birthday in November because he uh, he needed something for his car. And he wrote me about it. He says, well, I use that little thing to get those bugs off my car because they went on a trip. And you know how to go. Sometimes when we drive through the desert here, we get those massive bugs on our the hood of the car. And they won't come off because they're kind of burned on there because of the sun and the heat. So he had a similar situation. So he started using spray for those things you know specific spray for getting off all this the stuff on your car and it didn't work and then he thought of the scrubby i gave to them and he took it out to the car and with a bucket of hot water he started scrubbing away on his car and sure enough it all came off and he was so impressed he was just totally excited and that's why he wrote me but it was a little small in his hand so his hands were cramping up after <laughs> after working on his car but it didn't damage anything on the, the, the coating paint, the coating paint, of the car the, the clear coat no scratches nothing but all the uh, debris came off and so i made a larger one for him and from some leftover yarns i had he loves it that's the amazing thing about it on the one yep. hand it it's soft. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't feel abrasive. Not at all. But the, the way it's textured, structured, or how, however you describe it, it has that amazing ability to remove grime from your pans, from your hands, from your car, mm -hmm. from your teeth, um, well, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we have uh, found that someone uses it to clean their dentures. And Specifically they, made for them. And, yeah. and they, they mm -hmm. love that. Well, they started out using it and they said, oh, this is so great. Can you make me a smaller one? Mm -hmm. So I did. <laughs> so it's it's interesting because it's been used in all kinds of situations. Yeah. I mean, like uh, we've mentioned this on previous uh, podcasts, how Michael is a mechanic. You know, I'm working on machines and coming home and cleaning our hands. It, it's an amazing thing how it cleans so well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to, to understand 
understand that. But it's so universal in that it sense. It is, yeah. So, so, you know, for anybody listening, this would be a great product to certainly purchase and try. And uh, we're convinced that if you try one, you'll want to purchase more and, and give them away as gifts. We've found a number of friends who have purchased them and now they can't get enough of them. They're just yeah. purchasing them uh, left and right and passing them on to friends. And they come in many colors, so any col- just about any color you can think of. And they're wonderful gifts, Mother's Day or even a black one for Father's Day to help them, you know, have their hands clean or any situation you can think of, you can easily use them and give them as gifts. They're in the shop available right now. Great. So you guys know where to go. Yep. Well, but that's not the only thing that you've uh, been making with crocheting. One of the things that you also have made is the little baby bear blanket. Mm -hmm. And... That's a really cool product too. It is. It's not available yet. Uh, I'm still trying out some different things and using different kinds of yarns. I had a uh, polyester yarn that I liked the color, but I didn't like it was soft, but it could be also very sweaty, you know, when, Mm -hmm. you know, especially here in Southern California, you don't really need a heavy blanket. Mm -hmm. I'm working on another one to try out and um, it's a combination of a cotton and polyester together which I really like. The weight is nice. I love cotton because it's a natural product, for one. I love the coloring often. It's a little bit better in the color. The feel, the touch to it is very soft. So uh, keep your eyes out. We will post it sometime when it's done. It's just about finished. And we would like to get your feedback on it to see if you would be interested in it or if you would buy it for maybe a baby shower. They're great gifts. Can you describe it a little bit? You can consider it as a travel blanket. It's small. It's a blankie. We call it a blankie because it's small. So it's even for little children or even to take with the baby if you still have a little baby as a lovey. They call it sometimes a lovey too. Do you have a rough idea of the size? About 20 by 15 inches. Okay. And what you do, you can roll it up. And you fold it in half, roll it up, and there's a little button on it. You can tie it up. And then there comes a bow with it. You can tie it up, and then it it turns into a little baby bear. It's very, very cute. So when you roll it out, unroll it. It's a a blankie. You can cover your baby, or the baby can just hold it to... As a little bear. As a little bear, yeah. Yeah. Really cute. It it is a really cute thing. I've, I've seen it a number of times. Yeah. We've given some away as well, and they totally fell in love with yeah, it. I was so. just going to say that, yeah. that people respond amazingly yeah. to them. They yeah. they love the design. Yeah. So that's one of the things that we're working on and um, going to see how that might be a product we can sell. Are there any other things that you're currently playing around with or is this currently, you know, our our focus when it comes to crocheting? When it comes to crocheting, no, that's about it for now. Yeah, don't forget, it takes a lot of time to make something. And that's the hard thing about handmade products, especially crochet. You think, oh, that's a quick thing for me to do, which, oh, I have another product, actually. But it takes a lot of time, even though I think for me, it doesn't take a lot of time. But when I start tracking the times I am crocheting, even while doing Bible study, it, it takes more time than I thought it would. But I love it. So anyway, but the other product I was I'm working on is a. Uh, we also sell dryer balls, 100% wool dryer balls. I make with that. We were first going to sell it with a laundry bag, which I'm crocheted. Yet we found it's better to sell it separately, and I'm working on different sizes right now. The the one we have available. I'm not sure if we already have it in our store, but it's small. It's for your delicates to put in your washing machine, and it's just 100% uh, cotton. So it's very easy. It's a drawstring bag. 
And so it's easy the zipper won't unzipper because I have one that keeps on unzippering when it's in the laundry and, and do it in, in the cycle that it still comes untied and then it's still all in the in the laundry load. But um, this one won't untie because it's uh, it's a drawstring and it has a lock on it. I'm working on designing two more sizes that are a little different than the small one that we have right now. But um, So that's the next one that's coming up too sometime. Well, uh, Lydia, thank you for sharing a little bit more about this craft that you enjoy mm-hmm. and are further developing the different products that we can look forward to either purchase now or in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, as with all of the crafts that we're involved with, all the products that we make, they're all handcrafted. And mm-hmm. when it comes to handcrafted products, things are a little bit more time consuming. But we focus on uh, quality. excellence in our production and uh, we strive to give a product that will uh, last i'd say the majority of our products could last a lifetime if they're well treated Mm -hmm. Uh, even when you think of our scrubbies that we use daily (laughs) i just don't see where maybe a little but we're this is something using that we're using constantly and you go back you you clean them up we've been testing it now for a year and a half close to two years and i i still am having using the same one it is in that sense phenomenal when you think of all the things that are throwaway type stuff that end up in the trash heap and aren't conducive to the environment and, and sort of sad in that sense that we've gone for ease of use uh, over maybe quality and endurance Mm -hmm. and things that save us time maybe to a certain extent. But in the end, I don't think it's really helping us out. We're trying to focus on some of these other things that could bring back some of the uh, traditional values that people used to have. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we'll continue this series next time. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you have been motivated by today's topics to excel in your craft, but most importantly, to live for God's glory. If you have any questions about this episode, please write us at podcast at fggdesigns.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit us at fggdesigns.com.